Oh, citizens of all sizes, ages, types, uh, stripes, reticulations, and sundry individualisms. This is Sean, your pal, one half of the Whippy Boys, here to uh, welcome you to a bit of a flashback episode due to the fact that life, she is so complex, and I am consumed, along with my usual week's stuff, with the opening, the impending opening of the X's at the PA Playhouse. Uh, tickets at paplayhouse.org. Uh, or, of course, just Google Pennsylvania Playhouse. You'll get right there. You'll buy tickets. It'll be great. It'll be fun. Who knows? It'll make cats look like crazy camp. My middle school play. Anyhow, uh, where we are going here, or rather when we are going, Marty, is January 27th. 2021. So we're checking in on Phil and myself from a year ago. We are, uh, it's the episode is hashtag team cocaine bananas. And the episode will make that abundantly clear, you know, as to why that's the direction we went. Uh, anyhow, Phil gets to talk about some of the science, the actual ongoing science behind why some people may or may not be hearing uh, voices. So that's something, huh? And I get to talk about a homicidal situation uh, in which there is a, a corpse and a suitcase. And I'm going to let you remember or find out for the first time, if you're just joining us, how all that came to be. Anyhow, uh, we are sorry that we're not here to do something fresher this week. We will be back to normal next week. You'll see. In the meantime, though, heck of an episode. And uh, cheers. Cheers, I suppose. To everybody out there who, uh, who's who got ongoing football joys and, you know, hey, sorry about it if it's not working out for you. I know it's cold and miserable outside, which means we're almost to the Super Bowl. So that's, you know, something. As far as the whip around is concerned, you, citizen, are the real Super Bowl. Okay? No, I'm not saying MVP. I won't say it. Anyway, enjoy the flashback. We miss you dearly. Mwah, mwah. Yeah! Art, fuck you! <laughs> wow! Great. Welcome to the whip around. <laughs> Waiting for fucking Phil over here. I'm Godot. Phil and his shirt tucked into his jeans. It's comfy and warm, and there's no draft. I'm Sean Hayes. Apparently, <laughs> I, I'm going to want your lunch money later for my attitude. <laughs> this is the whip around. I like weird news. Phil likes weird. Well, I'll introduce. Don't even worry about his name. <laughs> I do macabre stuff, and and I'm proud of it. And thank heaven or whatever <laughs> that I'm not alone. Because I'm joined by some guy. <laughs> Who's got his shirt tucked in. It's Dr. Phil Laporta. his jeans. Damn right. There's no draft. I do science, so I know about drafts for some reason. What's up with you? I don't know. So in your <laughs> mind, does the lack of a draft, <laughs> is the lack of a draft served by a tuck somehow? I can't get like the no draft goes up my shirt, the back of my shirt. So I tuck it in. It's comfy. You Wait, Mr. Scientist. You're what? saying to, hold on. You just said no draft because gets up my shirt as if like the nothing was here. To go. <laughs> you can't have no draft go up your shirt. Sure you could you have can. you could have a draft that doesn't go up your shirt. You could have no drafts. All right, listen, Doctor Semantics, what the fuck's up with you? Uh, okay, so I I did a, another video audition recently. Oh. Uh, first strip club second. <laughs> the way I said it, it sounded like I was like, so anyway, uh, but I auditioned for a thing they're doing at the Playhouse. It's a, it's like a two-person show, which I've... Boy, not a lot of parts. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> the fruit is so low that you have to dig to get this low-hanging fruit. It's going great. <laughs> anyway, I did it. I hate... You know that I hate like Zoom and yes, things like that. Yes, well, that's well-documented. Well, I'm not... Any more fond of a video audition, I get the necessity, of course. Of course. And uh, hopefully I did well, but the entire thing is like, let's, you know, it's bent toward live theater. And so you get people who want to do live theater and we are forced to record our theater and then send it. So it's there's no give and take. And I think, Phil, I think for any talent that anyone thinks I have and 
it's not a long line, maybe. Who knows? But I think most of that talent is actually due to me being pretty good in person at, at being, dare I say, charming in my own way. I don't think I have as much talent. You're, you're worried that it doesn't translate through the video. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I've come to an epiphany where I can be honest about myself and saying, like, not that I'm like, I have no talent. It's not that. I think I'm okay. Sure. But in person, I think I communicate well. And I think that, the poet said, has made all the difference. That's absolutely fascinating. And I was curious because I haven't done any theater in a while. And right. I'm, I'm wondering, uh, all I've done is is teach and it feels different when you're there in the classroom in the same way. I wonder absolutely. if you know, is it harder for you to even gauge your performance? Like we always thousand have thousand percent. It is way harder without well, well, like literally 180 because it's into a void. And I and it I'm not a screen actor. I've I've only done like college stuff, you know theater, what I mean? Live theater. But there's yeah. something dead about that feel, sure. especially if it's just you. Sure. If, you know, if you at least if you're recording a scene, you can play off of someone. Right. I was playing off my iPhone and my wife reading lines, you know, way far <laughs> so it wasn't like this deafening voice into the th- I belabor the point. But yeah, you're absolutely right that the feeling is not – it's a necessary evil accent on the evil. Mm. Uh, what is up with you? School's back. First day of class was today. Well, I've, been, as we're recording I've been looking this. forward to this. Yeah. Now here comes that running gag again. We'll drive that right into the fucking ground. Running is doing a lot of work here. Yeah, well, especially for a gimpy guy. Right. So I, I got to say this. This is what's been on my mind for a while. I had a chance to talk to a couple of teammates of mine. Uh, from Tiger Schulman's, we were talking, and I was asking about like, oh, these, well, are, how they... these are fellow martial artists. Yes, and I was like, oh, how are the kids, like, how are the kids doing in school? What's going on? And they're like, God, we f- we hate it. The the teachers, I hear them in class. The teacher just drones on and on, doesn't expect anything of the kids, and and all I could think to myself, and this is what's been eating at me, and and I was so hyped to get back in the classroom to prove that it can be done right. Because you know what? I get it. Especially when the shift happened and the big dumb thing started. Yeah. yeah we all got to make an adjustment. Sure. But you got a fucking year to do this right. And, right. and just the fact mm-hmm. that teachers still aren't like, whatever, we'll lose this whole. No, get, get, get on it. Make it better for your kids. Come on, put in the fucking effort. And it really eats at me when I hear my friends going, Oh my God, the kids are suffering. They're do-. And I was like, well, is the teacher doing this and this and this? And they're like, no, do you do that? I'm like, yeah, all the time. They're like, why aren't my teachers doing that? They fucking should be. And you know what? It really is starting to piss me the fuck off. Some of that comes down to, I hesitate to call it management, but that's what it is. The administrations and schools okay. are still responding. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to like excuse it as much as like, so on the part of the people who are in charge of leading these teachers, you know, of, of, yeah. of communicating the, the marching orders, that should be a priority, too. The other thing that you made me think of is it's, it's not to tie everything together, Phil. No. But there's a, there's a thing, I think, that can fall over someone who performs live. And that is you can get sucked into this notion that it's all the same. Okay, well, you fucked up. Who cares? No, no, no. Because on this particular night, on this particular performance, there was there were all these people in the audience. Just you could just pick one. Yeah. There's some kid. There's someone who was excited. There was someone who came just to see you, maybe, or they came. Whatever. When you fuck up, or when you kind of turn in trash, that's all they got. That's all they got from you. Similarly, if a teacher's phoning it in or not caring, this is the only time that kid is going to be in kindergarten, first, second, third, whatever, whatever, all the way up yeah. to their senior year in college. This is it. Well, this is something that you we fucked that up yeah. for them. That's how their year went. And, and this is what we we always said it in magic. Like, yes, you've seen this trick before. You know how this is going to go. But this is their first time yeah, seeing it. Exactly. So they're going to freak out and be enthusiastic. So you better be enthusiastic. And yeah. that's the same way we should be in front of class. Fucking teacher, lazy mother. All right, I'm fine. I just like that we turn this into the the whip around lecture series. The whip around performance lecture series. The whip around com. is pissed at you. <laughs> org. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the other thing I wanted to uh, mention, we do have a, another uh, Balderdash request for later. Ooh, and we have Citizen Mail for, how about right now? <laughs> how, how about it? <laughs> Citizen Andy. Thank you so much. I want, he pointed out to me that uh, us, even us, yeah. yes, 
uh, even though the U.S. Capitol didn't blow up this past Wednesday. Uh, Knock you know, on uh, whatever that, it, that <laughs> yeah, sure. you have handy. Yeah. Uh, apparently Madrid did. So a, <laughs> <laughs> a gas leak in the city of Madrid caused some havoc, injured five, left three people mm. in a state of being dead. Bummer. Uh, so, a yeah. state of being dead. <laughs> I want that on a T-shirt. <laughs> I wrote that myself. Don't don't think it was some really bad writing. Fine. That, <laughs> com- that comes next. Yeah. But so I just want to say thanks to Citizen Andy for pointing out that, yes, even though it seems like a national tragedy happens regularly on Wednesdays, it wasn't our turn this time. So. Well, turns out there are international <laughs> tragedies for us to worry about. <laughs> there we go. Wonderful. Yes, let's keep that streak going, shall we? Yeah. And speaking of bad writing, choo-choo, the weird is coming through. It's time for Trainwreck Headlines! That started well, and it got <laughs> so overproduced. I feel like you just reenacted like the Transformers movie series. <laughs> Emotionally for me. I was uh, like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm out. That's <laughs> never been a better explanation of the Transformers movies than that right there. Or better writing anywhere near a Transformers movie. <laughs> also Sorry, tra- John Turturro. Oh, still love you. Okay. Six headlines from the week, except one of them I wrote 20 minutes ago. Not even. Spot the fake and win the day. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Jamie Lynn Spears blames Elon Musk and Tesla for killing her cats. <laughs> French rugby league bans player for lifting referee to celebrate. Cocaine bananas arrive at grocery store after <laughs> mix-up from Colombia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> German quarantine breakers to be held in refugee camps and detention centers. Toxic sewage backup affects local Japanese zoo. Turtle enclosure most affected. And Oklahoma lawyer wants to create an official Bigfoot hunting season. God, that was slow, huh? Jamie Lynn Spears blames Elon Musk and Tesla for killing her cast. French rugby league player ma- bans uh, player. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> doing great. French rugby league. Uh, <laughs> still doing great. French rugby league. Uh, it's getting even better. <laughs> French rugby league bans player for lifting referee to celebrate. Cocaine bananas arrive at grocery stores. Ever mixed up from Colombia. German quarantine breakers be held in refugee camps and detention centers. Toxic food backup affects local Japanese zoo. Turtle enclosure most affected. Oklahoma lawmaker wants to create an official Bigfoot hunting season. Well, that was an adventure. Uh, for I, everybody. <laughs> First off, I don't even think it's fake, but I just want to say I'm hashtag team cocaine bananas. Uh, I, I think that's wonderful. <laughs> Can I hear the the second one again? French rugby league player bans. <laughs> French rugby league bans player for lifting referee to celebrate. Okay, I don't think that's fake. I just wanted to hear you do it again. <laughs> you fucker. Second last one. Toxic sewage backup affects local Japanese, Japanese zoo. zoo. Turtle enclosure most affected. Something about local Japanese zoo. Uh, that's an interesting little turn of phrase there. And then what was the one right before that? German quarantine breakers to be held in refugee camps and detention centers. Now, that's obviously <laughs> really dark and risky uh, for you if you made it up. <laughs> <laughs> right? <sighs> Did Phil go dark? It's between those two Okay, for me. Um, mm, I'm... I, uh, <laughs> As long as it's not cocaine bananas, I think I'm, I'm pretty good. So, how, all right, I'm going to say that Phil did go dark. That the the one that is fake is the German. The Germans putting people in, and the look on your face tells me I'm about to be very sad. <laughs> Sorry, dude, that is the worst optics oh, ever no. of a policy. Are was you- I right the first time? It was to- toxic sewage. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Sorry, dude. So close, but ever so far. Those t- local t- Japanese. I should have. Ah. <laughs> I uh, really though the Germans like the fucking optics of this. I mean, I'm all for punishing people who are fucking up quarantine and making this worse. But you gotta think. Uh, it was nobody in the we, room? It would be kind of like you know Americans take you know n- natives of whatever <laughs> state and march them. Or give them like, the hand, country like or... cold snap. Uh, you right, know, the U.S. Yeah. hands out free blankets. Yeah, like, it's like, that's oh, really bad optics. Was nobody in the fucking room to yeah. be like, uh, hey, I God. don't know, man. Maybe they got over Silence! <laughs> Still matters, damn it. But we didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't. You know what? I just realized you should ask me because we. Say no more. Yeah. Phil? Yes, Sean? Is there a COVID 8 of the week? Yeah. Ah! Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Streak is unbroken. Yeah, unfortunately, stupidity knows no bounds. Uh, Our COVID does come to us from Japan this week. Uh, High pressure university entrance exams in Japan have become a trope in in anime and movies, but they are a real thing. And there are lots of reasons that one might flunk. 
But this COVIDiot was failed for refusing to wear his mask properly during the exam. What an ass. Dude, what an ass. Instead of asking people to do the bare minimum, Japan actually did something about it and flunked this test taker for failing to pull up his mask over his nose. So he had the dick nose thing going on. Uh, Quote, we made our decision comprehensively and because the test taker, who was not even coughing, continued to cover the nose, uh, continued to not cover the nose intentionally, said an official. Uh, apparently, the student was warned several times to cover his nose and was warned he would be ejected and still didn't comply. So you, Japanese student, for putting others at risk while they're already under pressure, for not being willing to do the bare minimum and stop the spread of the big dumb thing, and for possibly ruining your future because you can't be bothered to wear a piece of fabric properly. You are my covid of the week. You know, I'm, I, you said it was Japan. And I know that Japan ha- isn't all... All Japanese people, it's m- mostly, you know. Yeah. I was picturing a white person the entire time. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, I was fair, picturing a, 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 a white person. Who, like an expat or something like that. Well, r- whatever. Uh, but I was picturing a white person uh, who, who clearly would look at home holding a, a, like a blue guitar and a profile picture. <laughs> the They're fuck? a type. These okay. people are a type. Not guitar players. But these people who, I don't know. There's something about. People who wave a rod of American flags and and really want to show you their guitar, they they're uh, I they like I, voting for they, people who are from reality shows because uh, because it was a minor. There was no extra details released about the person other than apparently. No, I'm pretty male. sure it was a 45 year old overweight asshole from Arkansas. <laughs> so let's get to the science now. Lately, it's been either psychics or dick science, dude. This week at psychics again. Sort of, but not really. I mean, come on, we know. No, really, it's not. <laughs> dude, it's not dick science this week, I promise. I don't fucking trust you. <laughs> I don't blame you for not trusting me. Anyway, we can speak to the, the da- rectum. <laughs> we can Who's sp- got it? <laughs> Who needs it? So we can speak to the dead as much as psychics who claim to speak to the dead. Yeah. Can't, which is to Absolutely. say, not at all. <laughs> um, it's of a course, tie for first. Right. So, of course, that doesn't stop some folks from saying the dead can talk to them. Here's the interesting science this week is that we're starting to understand exactly what makes it seem to those people that this is possible. Spoiler, not dead people. Can you quantify being full of shit scientifically? Incidentally... Sort of. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, the idea of uh, you've heard clairvoyance, the idea of you seeing the dead, clairvoyance, I've right? I've heard of such things. There's also clairaudience, which is hearing the voices of the dead. There's also Claire's fitting room, <laughs> which is where people try on clothes they wish they were dead before they'd have to wear. So uh, hearing how the dead. Sorry, Claire's. <laughs> so here we're not sponsored by them. Anymore. <laughs> Scrap that commercial. Uh, www.fashionbug.com. <laughs> Plato's Closet. <laughs> Go to them. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, incidentally, it, t- listening to the dead or thinking you're able to hear the dead is has been of scientific interest for many years. They're lying. At, what are you well, talking about? At first, when science was like, well, I wonder how this happens. And now the question is... What are these people actually experiencing that it makes them think that they're doing this? Lying. Well, that's the funny thing. Not necessarily. Or being full-on deluded. Well, now you're getting closer. Okay. Because um, why would people swear up and down other than you know bilking people out of money? That's a that, big one. Right. That tends to be a big one. But why would people who don't necessarily bilk people out of money say that we can talk to the dead? So a pair of scientists in England have published an article in the journal, Mental Health, Religion, and Culture, on just this topic. That's an intense-sounding periodical, isn't, isn't it? it? Uh, Adam Powell of Durham University and Peter Mosley of Northumbria uh, surveyed 143 members of the general population. 143. Claimed, wow. Who claimed to have no special abilities and 65 clairaudulent individuals. So 200. Clairaudulent. Well, you know, people who can hear the. Dead. No, no, no. I was with you. Okay. But I feel that word deserves a repetition. Well, because it's the one thing I said correctly so far this, yeah, that this episode. So 208 regular people. But maybe not all the same after all. And what they found out ran counter to what I figured might make someone claim to be, you know, a clairaudulent spiritualist. <laughs> let me ask you, let me just step aside for a moment. Let me ask you something. When people claim to be spiritualists and hear the, the dead, mm-hmm. what do you think their normal line of thinking is, their experiences are? And they're like, what do you think the progression is that leads someone to say, I hear the dead? Uh, 
Well, that's a huge question, Phil. If I had to boil it down. Sure. That's what I'm looking for. There, if, if sort of it immediately forks on one side, one path is that they are full of shit and want attention. Okay. Uh, they want uh, – what's the word I'm looking for here? They Notoriety? Want, uh, well, Approval? that comes with attention. But they want uh, verification. They want, Affirmation? Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Turns out you can say my words fantastic. <laughs> Fine, yeah. Mine? No. Right. But we they should... want affirmation. They want to feel like they're special. Sure. Not that they're not. In some way. You know. But not Everybody's because they can DNA hear, is yeah. different or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. The other fork? The other fork is that they are finding their way there due to some kind of trauma, lonely. They just, they just need this. And so they lead themselves astray because people can talk themselves into almost anything. It's funny you mention so it because those are the main. That there's plenty more to say. We could do a whole podcast. Sure, on of that. course. But the, what's funny is that the second fork is closer to what the scientists that did the study found out. Well, they're being credulous then. Yeah, as it turns out, people who identify as clairaudulent have had an experience. Tend to have an experience at a relatively young age, around 21 years old, and usually a positive one. Uh, and then while searching for answer. <laughs> <laughs> So not a lot of just <laughs> ghosts shrieking in their faces, yeah. usually when, and making them melt in their mirror, yeah. their bathroom mirrors, that, maggots filling the sink. They like, don't usually seek that out again. Okay. Right? Funny how that huh. works. Yeah. So while, but as it turns out, then while searching for answers for what they experience, they run across spiritualism, and rather than think, well, this is bullshit, they find an explanation that fits their experiences and they roll with it. Yeah. So they they they're thinking backwards. Really. Right. Basically, it's a backwards thing, it's, yeah. and so that that's part of it. Um, not like religion. You start. With an answer. No, really. You yeah. start with a conclusion. Right. Well, there is a God or there are spirits talking and to you me. Find what now you go backward. Right. That's right. a back. That's. Yeah. So now, not surprisingly, the people that go the clairaudulent route also ex- uh, describe themselves as less likely to care what other people think. So I read that to mean less likely to reason, listen to reason and evidence mm. and believe more strongly in the paranormal. Gee, big shock. Mm. And report a high level of absorption, which I thought was kind of interesting. Like they're having their period? No. Hmm. I had to do it before you did, man. <laughs> they, they get super they, – they, they describe as getting super deep, falling down rabbit holes, getting deep into topics. Primed for cult-like behavior. There we are. Uh, credulous. So, hey. Right? Um, so, you know, again, this, this all goes – They're credulous. Int. They have a line of credit at Claire's? <laughs> is that what that is? If anybody does, the whip around at Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I don't have the body for that kind of clothing anymore. Uh, but hey, twenty twenty one goals, man. <laughs> you and me. It's. <laughs> I must. I must. I must increase my bust for Claire's. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fine. I'm shutting up. I had a lot of coffee. I could. That's okay. I still love you. Um, but people are having that experience. So to me, this goes with everything I've learned as a scientist and a magician. That like you know, people are having an experience doesn't fit with what they've experienced before, and they look for answers instead of coming up with maybe I should go to the doctor because I'm hearing noises. They find the spiritual answer fits the experience, and as you've said, and I had this written down before, makes them feel a little special right. since you know they're easily absorbed to things. They fall down the rabbit hole, believe it. So there is despite all of the th- misgivings we have about Claire Audulin, I'm not saying it's people hearing spirits, but people, I hope not. I, I doubt it. That would be severely, wild if you did. Right. But there is apparently some kind of scientific explanation. It's just the point and purpose of the research isn't to find a working spiritualist. It's to help people better understand the auditory hallucinations and to understand why some people hear voices. And so they go get help from an audiologist or a psychologist rather than, you know, looking into crystal balls and having discussions with people who aren't there. So helpful stuff in the end. So uh, what else do you want to add to this? Because you, you've been right on and right ahead I'm of me. Sorry, and, and and been... No, but right ahead of me as well. So that's been great. Well, uh, <laughs> as any good scientific discussion of psychics warrants, I need to quote Nietzsche. Uh, and I'm par- I should say par- paraphrasing sure. Nietzsche, but he, you know he had mentioned with using logic, which is a, a bit of a fad, I guess, for philosophers to do sometimes, particularly uh, Christian philosophers, sure. is to try to logic prove God exists via logic. And Nietzsche had a comment where he's like, "Well, you're trying to measure something distinctly supernatural." With tools specifically designed to measure the natural. You know what I mean? And, and right. so obviously it's not going to translate. No, not at all. I think similarly here, you have scientists 
trying to unpack the nonsense that at least some of the people who claim to be Claire whatever. From Claire's. Right. People shopping at Claire's. <laughs> So you know what I'm saying? So you sit someone down who's already expressing an unreasonable view. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is difficult. And I'm not saying that they're all trying to be sure. manipulative and horrible. That oh, is course. not the case. No, no. But to sit someone down and go like, so let's analyze this. Well, are you analyzing someone who's coming to you in good faith? I, are I, you analyzing someone who's going to be straight with you because they want a, they want attention and you're giving it to them? To, well, now I should point out that this wasn't done as a study necessarily in the room asking people questions, obviously, given the conditions and everything. Yeah. Uh, but it was surveys of people uh, and, you know, identifying characteristics and things. So by clicking on that survey, I feel like you 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 aren't, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm Claire Audrey. Let me do the survey. You're not really giving a human attention. You know, you're not get, or rather you're not yeah, getting that attention. But you're from a giving person. them the cookie of like, I'm special. Right. Ahead of time. Like, hey, you can only come here. You can only do this. If you're Claire, more like Claire fraudulent. I just I have a really bad attitude about low hanging fruit on that one. Well, it's tit for tat, my friend. (laughs) But uh, I, yeah, okay. So I just am very. I err on the side of of being jaded about people making these claims, and I feel like those scientists are, are are being delightfully, inquisitively naive. They're doing something in good faith when. It's really the answer is – so what you're saying is you think a lot fewer of the population here than mm. the scientists assume are actually having an auditory hallucination and you think they're just – Right. OK. And I think the people who are having an auditory hallucination are far better served by getting helped. But um, I guess that's not – that's, that's part of the research, there. right? What, it's right, like let's yeah. find out what these experiences are like. But I just I, – As weird as the psychic research is sometimes, it gets into certain things that do reveal things about other – People and our behaviors and our brains. And sure. I think that that's kind of the fun part. But I just – I have a very bad oh, I, I agree. attitude that's about fine. any uh, ethos, let's say, sure. that begins with a conclusion. Now let's try to sort of – let's try to do the maze backwards, you know. So it's like, well, we're going to make some suppositions here. Number one, clairvoyance and all that is real. Now, step two, <laughs> like I'm already like, Bye. Anyway. Not, they didn't. Well, anyway, I know the scientists didn't. Yeah. But if I'm interacting with someone yes, who I has understand. made that yeah. initial leap, it's like, well, then anything we say is meaningless. Yes, because you're willing to take reason and just throw it out the window pre step one. Yeah, fair. You know, and then to have the audacity to use reason to try to justify, like, no, you you've begun unreasonably. Yeah, I'm I'm panting like I just finished a performance of Godspell. Sure. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, and now he's jazz a, handing a little bit, and uh, we're going to the state. We're going we're gonna to give him a chance to cool down, get him a towel, and uh, we'll be right back. Holy shit! I'm getting this. something, Phil. Diarrhea. I smell it from here. Balderdash. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for yet another not psychic reading from me on this edition of. Balderdash, from one bald guy to another, not psychic readings for you, citizens. This week, this week, we approach our guru, our seer, our magic man, Phil. Yeah, hi, it's me. (laughs) The grand, the grandly named Phil. (laughs) Phil? (laughs) The most unimpressive name ever. Are you feeling attuned to the spirit world today, Phil? Uh, I was listening to music in my car, so there are tunes. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Let me get this incense lit. There's nothing uh, going on, citizens. I don't don't have a lighter or incense, but it's all made up. So here we go, Phil. You want me to smell that candle? Yeah, baby. We have a Balderdash request from Citizen Babe. He, uh, He says, hello, whips. I like that. I seek your wisdom. Imbue me with your power. Can we do that? Is that legal? Uh, how old is he? <laughs> old enough to know better. <laughs> <laughs> how long will it be? Schmabe asks. <laughs> Until I can go to the movie theater again. I'm hurting man. Ah. I see Mabe here is a, a movie fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I had to take a, a, a an educated guess, I would say... Uh, no. I want you to consult 
the not spirit world. Sure. Let me just think about the way this 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 big dumb thing is running and think some more. I don't know. Late this year, early next year, at the soonest. Phil has spoken, but there's more. Oh, there is, is more. there? There is more. See the lights flicker, for they are badly installed, or the spirits are here. But we know, we know. Also, mm-hmm. says Citizen Flabe, when is slow readers coming back from hiatus? So he is referring to the uh, other podcast that we are fans of that is hosted schmably by someone. <laughs> so, Abe, uh, I'm trying to get in touch with I should probably just try and get in touch with you, honestly, to ask you when it's coming back. But uh, given that you're asking as a sort of a lead-in, I'm going to guess, oh, within the next two weeks, three weeks. Phil has spoken again. And so the lights flicker and the candles smell nice. And it is time. really should check the circuit breaker. (laughs) To close the door to the spirit world and see why it smells like ozone in here. Maybe call an electrician. Thank you for your time and your skills with the other world. It's really no effort to guess at shit. Phil. It's really no effort. Blow this candle out. I can't see. Balderdash. <laughs> it is going well. I can't believe it. What? <laughs> Just the whole thing. <laughs> I like how you're getting, Phil. <laughs> Let me change that. It's time for Sean's Cabinet of the Macabre. <laughs> that's weird cabinet time yeah this is the rare occasion phil when the cabinet for indeed such is my segment's true identity i already said it this i just said true indeed who the (laughs) fuck do you think i would be referring to i don't know scunthorpe the shit is the matter with you (laughs) everything when you're not pretending to not be psychic don't make me untuck this shirt Oh no, the 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 no breeze. The no draft. Anyway, shut up. The McCabinet here can serve actually as a broader public interest element today. Like I can actually we can actually serve the public good via the McCabinet. Excited. Welcome, in fact, to Sean's cabinet of the All Points Bulletin. Jeez, no. Yeah, baby. We're all <laughs> crime fighters now. So take your seats, junior macabre detectives. We've got a murderer to catch. Oh, boy. Boom. Dateline, January 14th, 2021. Oh, fresh. London, England. Headline, international search for man over suitcase death suitcase death and you can intuit most of the key details from said headline okay here here's the skinny that i can unpack for you a bit it's the week of lowest fruit (laughs) ring the bell or i'm walking (laughs) (laughs) on the afternoon of december 18th 2020 the body of 41 year old joanna baruka Boraka, so B-O-R. A year ago. B-O-R-U-C-K-A. Well, no, like a couple months ago. Well, not even. A month ago. December 18th, oh, 2020. I heard. Never mind. Sorry. Go on. Fuck. <laughs> the body of 41-year-old Joanna Boraka was found. Get ready to be shocked, Phil. In a suitcase. I'm just going to be honest. When you said the suitcase death, I actually pictured. Like a bludgeoning. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I pictured a bludgeoning. That was my initial, and then I realized where it had to be going. Go on. <laughs> I just want to come clean right now. I That's hope all. I eventually get to tell that story here. I mean, like, you know the suitcases they handcuffed to somebody's wrists? This dude mashed <laughs> someone's face into paste with it. There was nothing in the suitcase. Sounds like a Jason but murder. movie. Go on. Right. So, yeah, the, uh, Miss Baraka's convenient to carry corpse was found in the pay and sleep. And I mean wow. what I said. No fancy ampersands or annoying American, like, apostrophe N. Nonsense for this Southall hostel. No, sir. Pay and sleep. High class all the way. Minus the wet alley dog stink ambiance and hideaway style cadavers. Baraka 
who's so close to a Street Fighter character. You mean Mortal Kombat? Oops. Yeah, that. That I'm very excited. I was thinking, who's the green guy in Street Fighter? Blanca. Oh. Yeah, she doesn't sound like that. No, she sounds close to Baraka. You're right. You're right. I hate him. Really? I'm not a Baraka fan. I use him every now and then. He's, like, he's not exciting. And really? the only little thing, the only projectile he has is when you like, scrape his things together and send a spark. Like, fuck you, man. Light a campfire with that. You can't hurt Do me. Do you know the original mask they used? It was actually Lee Presson nails were his teeth. Of course, of course I do. Sure. Anyway. Go on. Boraka. <laughs> boom, Baraka, boom, boom. Anyway, <laughs> whom several acquaintances, including one guy who called himself Martin, uh, who apparently just knows her from the hostel. So I, maybe that's what? how it runs in a hostel. Where you're just I, like, I'm not a hostel type person. So I, I'm I... Martin, and that's all I'm giving you. Anyway, he says that uh, you know she was really great. She was a nice person. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's all still officially listed as that's her dying in a quote unexplained manner. But, yeah. But the case forges ahead, and that is where we come in, Phil citizens. For now, London's famed Metropolitan Police Department is on the hunt for a man I'm going to describe. I'm, I'm, I want the picture put up on social media, please. I can, so, I can try and do this. I'm going to describe him as the – he looks like Morning Mouth. Do you know Morning Mouth, Phil? No. That like wake up in the morning and your teeth feel fuzzy and your spit has gone all bacterial sour yeah. and everything. It's Morning Mouth. Oh, and it he t- looks like that taste. He Right. Got it. He, a, he looks like he has it. All the time. <laughs> B, if you were casting that role of Morning Mouth, this guy's partially melting looking face is absolutely it. Listerine commercials, casting people, take note. Yeah. We need like to catch the, this guy and put him in your commercials. Like that uh, glop of phlegm from the whatever nasal spray. Lucinex? Yeah, that. Well, this guy is Morning Mouth for Crest or whatever. Anyway, anyway, sketch artist citizens, let's get on that. Uh, Sour Stank Tongue's real identity is Petrus Zalinus, 50, of Lithuania. The search is on across Europe, and I should say that our our hands are a bit tied, since he's probably in Europe, probably in Germany. We suck at virus stuff, so we can't go there. But, you know, every now and then... We have a couple of international listeners, so... Exactly. And also, I'm sure a lot of our citizens know people over there. Yeah. Uh, If you know anybody who's really good at folding up... Difficult to fold pieces and seems like maybe he looks like a mouth condition. Call the police. Anyway, more details will surely emerge here as the case proceeds, Phil. And We still don't know how she died before being packed. Which I, I, I'm picturing one of those like luggagey things where you can unzip the little extra compartment. To like make the luggage out, a right? Bigger. Like you know, just to give us a visual. I don't know how big Baraka was. Yeah, I have no idea. It's, she could be carrying some of those. Some of those, some of those fatalities. They squished into like a basketball. You know. <laughs> anyway, we don't know that. We don't know how many pieces she was in when she was packed up. For all we know, again, Mortal Kombat style, she could have been Baraka when he would chop, chop, chop. You know. Yeah. Anything's possible uh, when when the worlds collide like that. But it's a true tragedy how little we know. But I remain. I promise locked onto this thing and 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 I wanted us in on this on the ground floor. <laughs> so, send all tips about and or details of the grizzly murder itself to the whip around no. at gmail.com or uh you know a, a police department maybe probably more qualified. Maybe uh Interpol, you know, that or the whip around at gmail.com. Put hey Sean gross info in the subject line thank you very much yeah so phil yeah i what i bring this week is yeah, the beginning of a story right. an open-ended story okay a lot another, of questions another suitcase corpse just want to throw that out. It is not it seems to be a little bit of a, a, a modern day trend to, to murder to in place a, in, a in a suitcase, suitcase. yeah uh, a manhunt that we can help with and more wonderfully sinister questions than stomach turning answers yes. at this point but but what do you think the first thing is, I can't believe they don't know how she died yet. Well, they're not saying. Okay. Uh, okay. But that also, for me, and again, this is speculation, it makes me think that she was found in more than one piece. Right, because you don't want to... Yeah. Which can complicate saying, ah, I believe she may have died by being chopped into pieces. You know, Obviously, it's not. So, right. yeah. Okay. So, that, that was my first thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second thing is, with travel restricted and borders shut down... 
mm-hmm. right? Where was the, where was the body found? Where was this? This was England. You said. In, yeah, in a, in a they, they specifically said like I don't know England's like boroughs well, and mean, all that, but it, it was uh, hold on. That's fine. Southall. Okay, um, you would think that England London. is you know pretty much an island. Right? De- depending on your definition, and if your definition is correct, then yeah, it's part of <laughs> so, an island. At and, least. and given that their lockdown conditions are far more strict than you know we've seen in the states, and well, most you know, places yeah. are, but yeah, and especially Europe's. You know, if we talk about lockdowns here. They're oh, lockdowns. but England isn't part of Europe. Not anymore. Uh, but they're, they're totally not right there. Well, but the point being, mm-hmm. you think it'd be easy to track someone down under these conditions I'm very surprised they haven't been able to find this guy but then well, that is also very dangerous because that... that means he's hiding quite possibly in plain sight citizens out there <laughs> be careful no worries right but i mean maybe that's part of the problem of him having fled illegally to where legally speaking it's much harder to cross these these borders right. so they're thinking that he's potentially squatting somewhere in germany that's weird to me that he you know but well, Again. evidently Germany's going off the deep end with other things, so maybe they're, they're – they're... <laughs> Yes, they are. But, you know, that's altogether possible. And as someone who is from Europe, maybe it's difficult for England to access Europe because they're so Brexited now. I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know, then they've been in much stricter quarantine for a while, so yeah. it's really surprising that he would be anywhere on the continent, really. Word up, yo. Word up. Wow. But, uh, hey. Yeah. Hey. Oh, no, that's right. I uh... – <laughs> All this lack of deathly certainty, Phil, left me, I don't know about you, feeling a little starved for actual dead shit, you know? Oh, I just needed some mouthwash. And I'm, I know, I'm going to fix that with a very simple, very macabre-centered game! Welcome, Phil, to Card Shart's Fear of Dying Edition. Oh! Now a bit of background. Ranker.com, and that's the people who put things in order, not the people who are huge fans of slightly mispronouncing Star Wars monsters. That's for like three people. <laughs> but, but you know who you are and we love you. Yeah, mm-hmm. most of them are in this room. Ranker.com <laughs> went back in 2018 and published the results of a fairly huge online survey in which they set out to discover which ways to die most terrified ah, their readers. Ah. Now, the, this admittedly informal survey, it got over 343,000 responses. That's quite a bit of participation. And while the vetting process was... I'm, I'm checking my notes here. Uh, zilch. <laughs> it does still leave us with a list of well over a hundred ways to croak. And I'm going to tell you honestly, some ludicrous shit like dying via xenomorph chest burster <laughs> are here. Of course. So stay sharp. Course. And, and remember that people, you know, fear tons of fictional shit. Oh, absolutely. And always have. So I'm going to give you, I had to restrain myself. I probably will come back and do more of this another time. Six Okay. Six deaths, one at a time, and I'll give you the ranking for each. You've played this. You know how it goes. All you need to do is tell me whether the real rank- Is higher or lower. Is higher or lower. And let's say that higher- I was just going to ask. For our purposes, higher means closer to the top, scariest, number one spot. So it's it's high-ranked, meaning terrifying. number one, scariest thing. Right. 100, least terrifying. Right. And remember- Got to define your positive axis, folks. Exactly. And remember, what we're tracking here is how afraid people are to die, by the ways I give you. Yes. uh, Based on the the votes that those things got. No no curveballs that way. I'm down. So if I said dying as a result of a fit of uncontrolled laughter- if I gave you that one and said it was listed as the number one fear, I would have to say lower. You'd be right. right. You'd be right to say the number is lower on the list. It is, in fact, ranked the 109th scariest death with only 391 people saying, yeah, that's the scariest way to die. I wouldn't mind going that way. Sure. Yeah, I get it. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's play some lethal card charts. Number one. Let's start. Let me have this oh, for, yeah, sure. for your right answers. Come here, Desi. Let's start with the perennial classic, Phil. Crucifixion. Ooh. Uh, is its place on the list higher, closer to number one, yeah. or lower than 50? Crucifixion. The very old yeah, process. It's classic. It's a classic. It is indeed. Uh. It's like highway. It's stairway to heaven. It's stairway to heaven. <laughs> Ring it for yourself. Thank you. Um, I'm going to say higher. 
Final answer? Yeah. Oh, higher, higher indeed. It's a miserable way to go. I was getting, maybe indicating the keen awareness that many people have of the most famous execution of a chosen one in the world <laughs> next to Neo. And whatever, whatever the third Matrix was called. It was horrible. Waka waka. Anyway, Death by Crucifixion came in all the way up at number 10. Really? Yeah, with over 7,000 upvotes for scariest death method in human history. Go. That is horrible. Number two. All off right. to a great start, and I'm glad you're keeping track because I never do. That's why I have a pen. All right. All right. How about bears, Phil? Oh, people are scared of bears, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, a big dude, hairy dude coming at you. But... <laughs> Exactly. Is death by animal bear, is death death by earth sign attack higher or lower on the list than 15? I feel like there are, bears aren't in enough places in the world. Mm. Oh, but then again, where were the respondents? Can mm. I ask that for clarification? Was this a worldwide survey? Worldwide. I just feel like bears aren't in enough places in the world. Ah, then again, this American Are xenomorphs? Well, but then again, it's an American site, so you got to figure most of the response. I'm going to go against my better judgment and say higher. It was lower. Oh. Lower, baby. It's lower and plenty further down the list. Okay. Maybe if it was an American survey. Because Your logic, when you were, I was like, oh, he's, he's got this. I had the logic and I just doubted. I was like, nah, that ain't going to work. Mauled, eaten, and shat by a bear ended up placing at number 30 on the list with just it's north. still higher than I was actually even it's expecting. It's a respectable uh, showing. Uh, 3,600 living souls said that they feared that death above okay. all others. Moving on to number three, the old classic. Scourge of the chronic headache haver is next, Phil. The stroke. Oh. The hideous unseen clot in the brain, the yeah. bastard. Mm -hmm. Did it rank? Did stroking out rank higher or lower? Not stroking off, you <laughs> fucking pervert. That's my number one. Dead while doing something alone. Anyway. <laughs> what a way to be found. That's horrible. You know? Anyway, we're, we're thinking about you, Keith Carradine. The, Wait, uh, David Carradine. <laughs> Who's Keith? Who am I saying? <laughs> edit that. <laughs> edit, edit here. Uh, that was good. Did it rank higher or lower than 25 strokes? Higher or lower on the list than 25? Now, that is super difficult for the opposite reason because that's a global thing, right? So yeah. I would expect it to be on more people's minds. Mm. Uh, <laughs> for a time. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go against my, my logic, and I'm going to say lower, because my logic tends yes! not to work. There it is. Well, it did, sort of. Because well, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> Far lower, actually. And honestly, I was taken by surprise on this one, as the uh, the horde voter death uh, you know, thing. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, I don't know. They said it was nearly the least frightening death. Uh, with 267 upvotes, stroking out, beat out only, it was scarier only, than hemorrhage, hmm. suicide, Whoa. and SIDS, sudden infant death syndrome. Which is weird the, that somebody would say that that was the thing they're most afraid of dying Which I guess that's why it's, it's at the bottom. Those two, I mean, number one, suicide. I don't think there like, were a lot of like infants going, yeah, I'm terrified of that, like in well, the survey. You know, you give those kids phones at two young ages, man. By the way. Yes. By the way. Yes. Hemorrhage, suicide, and SIDS. That is totally the name of our band. We just need one more member. <laughs> there. Anyway, totally SIDS. SIDS, by the way. Yeah. No babies given the survey. No, I would. I would guess it got 199 and, upvotes though. And, so maybe the issue is they didn't ask enough babies. And, and, and in all seriousness, citizens, strokes serious. Time matters. What is a facial twitch? Uh, weakness in one side. Number four. Slurred speech. Okay, Phil. To not make it too much of a bummer. Just trying to help. Google stroke. I don't know. Let's piss you off a bit. Hmm. Great. Because now you deserve it. <laughs> Spontaneous human. <laughs> combustion oh, somebody farting in the presence of a flame yeah you you didn't hear it in those that list of the very least scary deaths i'm afraid yeah but just how bad is the damage phil how afraid are people of a cause of death that doesn't even exist was spontaneous human combustion higher or lower than a hundred i couldn't imagine it being lower 
not because it's spontaneous human combustion, just because mm-hmm. being on fire in any capacity is fucking horrible. I, I think, so, by the way, if I haven't mentioned, the list is something like 114, 115. You did not mention that. Okay, so for your... Just, as so you it's very this, close to the bottom. Right. I'm going to say it's higher. So you say closer spontaneous to, human combustion is higher... Than 100. Than 100. Yeah, I think it's closer to the top than that. Absolutely. Uh, it was 80th. <laughs> All right. With 870 upvotes. All right. <clears throat> something. <laughs> Whatever, right? Now... For this one, I agree with you. Uh, you know, know the symptoms. If you are <laughs> a fictional character and your head starts smoking or your belly starts burning or uh, – fuck, I can't. It's, it doesn't happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Number five. Almost done, Phil. You're, you're, I'm at you're, three. You're, you're winning, man. Okay. Now, you know with Ranker, it's just about – it's not just about – Upvotes, right? Folks get a down vote too. Yes. And so sometimes a lot of people can be scared of a death here, but it proves divisive with a lot of people also saying no, requiring a real hey. deep dive into human psychology to determine <laughs> just how scary people think something is and how many people specifically reject a death's fearful nature. Sure. And, and, and this one, I will tell you, did get a lot of total votes. Okay. A lot. But where did that put... Death by elevator accident. <laughs> did that Something, death's... if you listen to this show, you yeah. should know a lot about. And maybe vote, yeah. Anyway, did that death's overall popularity end up pushing it higher or lower <laughs> than 20? Now, it's surely a familiar fear, and not just for our citizens, but did it go higher or lower than 20? People are so irrational. I Remember, a lot of I know, one way or another. Of, yeah. I will tell you, was one uh, of the yeah, most yeah, yeah. most voted on one way or the other, mm-hmm. and you know what? I, I well, appropriate that an elevator gets a lot of up and down votes. You know, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Damn, I'm fuck me, man. More? No, thanks, but like a lot of low hanging fruit. Well, the uh, offer is on the table, and yeah. so am I. <laughs> um, people are so irrational, but again, I'm gonna go lower. It was lower. Ah! Feels good at my games. The death got a respectable 1,685 upvotes, but a strangely confident minority of 957 suppressed that, potentially leaving many more to be bisected one way or another. Elevators are super safe. Like, there's like a safety rating of like 22 on these if you're an engineer. It's like 22 times. That's out of 1,000. 22 times safer than it should be at minimum. And he- yeah, sure, man. Well, like an airplane is like 1.5. Elevators are favorite yeah. alternative to ladders. <laughs> All right. Last one in regulation play, Phil. Now we're just icing your yeah. uh, cake there, buddy. Thank Everything you. I say sounds gross today. <laughs> Last one. It's fine. And we're going into the elite for this shit, dude. Mm-hmm. But how close to the top are we going to get? Mm-hmm. How about the elemental, the classic, the primal... Lethal predicament. Being buried alive. That's funny. I thought you were going to say lightning. Now, fuck lightning. Being buried alive. Did it place higher or lower than number five? Being buried. I wonder if I can think of five things that would be worse. That's also, incidentally, definitely my top ten ways I don't want to go. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, really? I think it sounds like a miserable way to go. Uh, you know, Rut, you know, I haven't heard one so far that's been pleasant. You've got a point. What the fuck? Head massaged to death. <laughs> Ned Devine style. Find out you won the lottery. Have a heart attack. Uh, higher. Really? Yes! Ah! It was higher with 9,948 people admitting it was the scariest to them and only, only, 2,112 naysayers. So, where did it? The ancient terror of live burial, whether deliberate or by mistake, Mm -hmm. got all the way up to the third scariest spot. All right. Now, we're doing the the tiebreaker, you know, change it around to uh, glory hunting, whatever, whatever you call it. To be honest, Phil... I didn't like the way the very top of this list shook out. Oh, okay. The top two spots mm-hmm. were taken up by deaths that, while I appreciate the subtle distinction as a macabre fan, yeah. they're basically the same thing. Ooh. Number two is execution by burning, and number one is burning alive. 
Yeah, I feel like that's... I, I, I guess I get I, it. You can split hairs, but go on. It's about intent, I suppose. I guess. May, and maybe that influences something to people like... Well, one of them, you can't and... stop, drop, and roll. <clears throat> well, this is true. Uh, unless they really don't tie knots very well, in which case, how'd you get all the way to the pyre? Right. Anyway, anyway, the method ends up being the same. But hey, whatever. I'm going to combine them, Phil. Okay. And ask you, oh, no. rounding to the nearest thousand, to tell me how many people said... That death by fire, whether deliberate execution or some other way, was the scariest death possible. Again, round to the nearest thousand. And Phil, yeah, I'll even spot you a little something here. What? Within three thousand, up or down, and I'll give it mm-hmm. to you. And note that I last checked this today at like one thirty. <laughs> if for some reason there was a run on that site, they can people can still go in yeah, and sure, futz sure, around. Sure. You can update it in post. Um. If I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm going to go in and vote all the time. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> what the fuck, Sean? Um, Xenomorphs win. They always do. <laughs> this is true. Um, can I ask uh, how many uh, the 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 the, uh, the buried alive? How many upvotes did that one get? Oh, let me let me look. Just let me because then I'll, I'll have something to go on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Buried alive. Add. 9,948 people. Okay, I'm going to guess. So there is a little bit of a clue yeah, yeah, here yeah, for yeah, a yeah. logic mind like yours. That's what I was looking for. I'm going to guess 17,500. That's how. That's you rounding to the nearest thousand? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at rounding numbers. Christ on a raft, man. First of all, this is made even more frustrating by the fact he's absolutely right. <laughs> The actual number was 19,520. Oh, <laughs> off by 2,000. So if you, you rounded 20,000. But here's the thing. <laughs> Only Phil. <laughs> what was the name of that guy? The famous Eagles player who like ran all the way to the end zone and like spiked the ball like half an inch short of the actual line. Deshaun Jackson. Oh. To Deshaun Jackson it to get all the way there <laughs> and managed. <laughs> But yes, you are absolutely right, Phil. You've you've conquered the game. You got what one wrong? Yeah, that was a good day. I gotta work on on fooling Phil. It's probably because I don't do games enough. <laughs> you uh, know, anyway, right. Phil, congratulations, Thanks, bud. Uh, out of curiosity, yeah. If you, do you know what you're like? Oh, number one, or at least like, well, here's one that's definitely in my top three. Uh, drowning, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's something about that 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 is terrifying i know it's painful um yeah. so that's that's up there uh plane crash of course the, sure. the, the you know the, that notion and, sure. and drowning has it too that notion of like i'm i'm dying yeah it's coming. i think yeah. anything that gives you more than half a second to think i'm dying is pretty terrible if you can say the ing it could be bad right yeah sure. anyway on that happy note enjoy that citizens we'll be right back chew on that for a while hopefully it's not uh cyanide oh Yo, Philly, are you tired of sports talk radio? Are you tired of trivia Wednesdays, morning bitch and complain lines, or afternoon sound offs? Give Potadelphia a try for a refreshing look at the goings on for the Phillies, Flyers, Eagles, and 76ers. I don't have a button. We're back. <laughs> and I am apparently. Your 10-year-old older brother. (laughs) (laughs) We return to the fastest part of the show. It's three for the row. That time of the show, we talk about those things we didn't have time to talk about during the regular run of the show, or that didn't fit in with the theme of the show that we got going on here so well. What's going to happen is Phil over there and I are going to volley back and forth three times a piece talking about actual weird news stories that are burning a hole in our brain. And again, yes, we each get 30 seconds a piece. Once that 30-second turn is up, you hear something a lot like this. And that's Destiny the Decibel being played with a plum. A plum? A plum? A plum. A plume? Played so very well, Scooter, by Phil. And, uh, yeah, we do that three times a piece. Then uh, we'll do some plugs, some chit-chat, and then we're going to get the farn out of here because I still haven't eaten my dinner. I'm getting cranky. Cranky. You hangry? Yeah, motherfucker. So, anyway, I I talked a whole lot uh, at the end of Act 2, so why don't I shut the fuck up for a few seconds and turn things (laughs) over to Phil. Phil, are you ready? I feel good about this. I feel you said... Yeah, yeah, I am. There you go. 
Gentle, Almost missed it. <laughs> gentle. And make a run for the bullshit news. Taco Bell has fired a Newport, Arkansas employee for violations of policies and procedures, but haven't specified why or even what procedures. Huh. However, Lana Wells, 33, is pretty sure she knows why. She only started working there a week earlier to make ends meet because her normal job had been unsafe since the start of the big dumb thing. Uh-oh. And that original, much better paying job was, of course, porn. Unfortunately, in a small town of 8,000 people, apparently everybody knows everyone's business, and someone took offense to Wells' past work and complained. I don't know Come how on. this affects her ability to serve food or make a living for her family fairly, but whatever. As a result, Taco- Arkansas. Well, as a result of Arkansas being an at-will employment state, of course, Taco Bell was able to fire her for no good reason. Fuck Taco Bell. Stand up for all workers' rights. This is bullshit. I'm going on the border from now on. Yo, Kyoto porn stars. In our webmistress gets it news, Caroline Laporta sent this one my way. January 17th headline video shows knife-wielding squirrel in woman's backyard. <laughs> Obvious double entendre aside, Toronto's Andrea Diamond approached the rear of her property only to find a squirrel that snagged the paring knife from a tent out back, scampered up the fence, and brandished the blade at her or in Canadian, quote, nod on it happily. And the shit <laughs> stole and ate some of Diamond's hand sanitizer to boot. Diamond says, quote, they're trying to be COVID conscientious too, I guess. Half right, Ms. Diamond. They're into helping you catch the virus. Don't you see? They get rid of us somehow, right? In mistaken identity news, uh, from the municipality of Cajima in Mexico, uh, arrested a woman, uh, police in that pre- Woo! From, uh, known only as Lenora Ann, who looks to be in her 50s or 60s from the mugshot. Anyway, in a fit of passion, hmm. she stabbed her husband Juan several times after finding pictures of him with another woman, oh. another younger woman. Oh. Scandalous though it may seem, a closer look at the picture shows that it's not Juan and a mistress. No, it's Juan and Lenora. Apparently, the recently skewered husband had digitized the old images on Sorna's phone. Lenora saw them and didn't recognize her younger self, so she stabbed him. Whoopsie. Uh, She's being detained by authorities uh, while authorities' uh, charges are pending. But like I said it last week, folks, and I'll say it again: older folks are dangerous to everyone. So watch out what pictures you show to your grandma. She might just get you might just get shot for it. In Jurassic porn news, dinosaur assholes are making it big. Get it? Scientists just made new and exciting progress, starting the first wholly <laughs> intact dinosaur anus. Say up. The quote: "The well-preserved booty belongs to the dinosaur." A cousin of the Triceratops <laughs> that lived in Shat between 65 and 145 million years ago, and a U of Bristol paleobiologist, says recent work by his team reveals tons of shit about dinos. <laughs> they had dark patches of skin uh, on and around their shitter that may have been used like baboon attracting mates kind of thing, and they likely had, quote, copulatory sex rather than, quote, bumping cloaca, and more facts that Rule 34 is already ruining wonderful shit, y'all. And finally, for me, and I'm not sure I should be mad at this person, news, uh, Beaverton, Oregon police are searching for a car thief, stole a car Saturday morning with a toddler inside. Ooh. And the only reason I'm not sure if I should be mad is that the thief noticed the four-year-old in the car, turned the fuck around, and brought the car back to the to the mother, briefly. He then told the mom to take the kid out of the car, lectured her before driving away with the vehicle, this time sans kid. Apparently, the mom, Crystal Leary, left the car running, doors unlocked as she went into a store to get groceries. I'm not saying stealing cars is right, but I can't be too mad at him for lecturing the mom for leaving her kid alone. I kind of hope he gets away with it. And by the way, thanks to Citizen Donovan for sending this article in to me. And in, is that safety in your pocket or are you just happy to see me news? One inventor may have just revolutionized motorcycle safety, fashion, and adult diapers all at once. <laughs> Introducing airbag jeans. Moses Shaharivar, whose designed safety jeans, real thing, for cyclists for 16 years unveiled the emergency pants just a few days ago. They're, quote, tethered to the rider's motorcycle, and when the tether is pulled, airbags deploy up and down the wearer's legs to cushion oh, impact. clever. Bonus, the expansion is probably good for making even more space for the oodles of shit that's going to fill those things <laughs> in the event of a crash in which those pants are needed. <laughs> oh, that's really fucking clever. What a round of three for the road that tethered was. Tethered to the thing, so if you go flying oh, sure. it, yeah, why not? Sure. sure. Although I picture them wearing like chaps, like their chaps versions with like including like the stereotypical cowboy fringe. I don't know why, but if they're not like that, they should. Now, when you picture that, does the fringe inflate too? It does. Okay. Are there ass cheeks? Absolutely not. (laughs) Asslesssafetychaps.com. We should plug other things other than that. I suppose. Hey, are you uh, impressed with my level of intelligence? Probably not, because you probably like books. And if you like what books, the then you should probably check out Slow Can we Readers. you to a podcast? The, uh, <laughs> the internet's <laughs> only explicit podcast, uh, temporarily on hiatus, but their backlog is wonderful. Hosted, Schmabley, <laughs> by Dan Mara and Gabriel Gonzalez. Gonzalez, Gonzalez. Check them out. They have new episodes. They talk about books, tangents, games, movies, all kinds of shit, but mostly the book stuff, mostly the words. And uh, yeah, Mondays. It'll be out. Check them out. They'll check, be back check, soon. Check, check it out. They'll bath. be back soon. Yeah. Check out the back catalog for us. Yeah. Because we're awesome. Yeah. Good job, guys. Not like that Katie Komets person. Who? Exactly. 
But maybe you don't like books. Can I insult you to another podcast? <laughs> By Can I tempt you to fuck off? <laughs> By saying, if you're not literate, that's okay. We've got sports for you. Potadelphia. Starting the only- with a lecture. <laughs> the only- We're ending where we began. <laughs> the only Philly sports show that matters. Hockey. <laughs> and baseball. Uh, are they ever going to sign Rio Muto? They'll talk about it. Are the uh, Eagles happy with their new head coach? We don't know. Is there because a... <laughs> we don't listen? <laughs> Is there a football team and a baseball team? Maybe a basketball team? They'll talk about it every Monday. It's Dave and yeah, Juicy G. <laughs> Both of these shows every Monday, wherever fine pods are cast. Yeah, and don't forget to check out on the uh, the, the 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 YouTube. Uh, John. Oh yes, that's that right. They have uh, it's uh, what between the painted lines, the, pa- the painted lines, the painted lines, yes. and uh, their YouTube collaboration between uh, our Potadelphia uh, family and yeah. uh, the painted lines. Yeah, and so they're on YouTube. Check it out. They have at least one up there yep. already. So fun time. It's times. a good time. It's a good time. And fun speaking times. of family, by the way, we should plug our friend Ward Van Hout, uh, director curator Who? of the Bethlehem Art. Contemporary House Galleries. I'm getting it wrong. Sorry, Ward. <laughs> you uh, idiot. His, you didn't get it right. His, uh, his, uh, the winter show is opening on January 29th. Yeah. Uh, they are a safe place to go. They follow all kinds of precautions. So if you want to go see art. some beautiful art that Paintings. you can take home. Sculptures. <laughs> and we're so excited about it. Just the same way we are about sports. Plates. <laughs> go check them out. Uh, downtown Bethlehem. Or Main Street. Yeah. Art. Fuck you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what the fuck is going We on? love you! <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye! <laughs> Don't make me untuck this shirt. <laughs> <laughs>